Welcome to the Benton Heights Presbyterian Church Podcast. We're excited you've joined us as we hear what God has to say to us through Scripture and this message from Pastor Paul. It's Jesus' longest uninterrupted teaching, 107 verses. It's practically all of Matthew 5, 6, and 7, and he concludes that whole time with a parable about wise and foolish builders, and he's talking about a structure, but it's more than just when you hear the word house, there's a much deeper meaning we'll get to in just a second. Here's how Matthew records it. Jesus speaking, saying, therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the wind blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because its foundations were built on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Now, the first thing to understand, again, is that Jesus is not talking about just a structure. This is not a teaching about construction material. It doesn't matter if it's brick and mortar or wood frame or thatch, that's not the point. Jesus' use of the term house is a metaphor for your life and my life. So to start, let me bring this question. It's the question that this parable that Jesus teaches begs for us, into whose life do the storms come? The answer, into everyone's life. There are no exceptions. No one is exempt. Jesus, in talking about the storms, doesn't say, if the storms come. In other words, this is a universal experience. Everyone's life has storms. I've heard it said, maybe you have too, that if you aren't right now going through a storm, just wait. What this also means is that storms come to the lives of committed Christians. So there's no protective bubble that exists just because you can, can, that you can claim Christ's work over your life. So let me say what this doesn't mean. You can't think, okay, I know the text doesn't say it, but maybe God offers storm insurance, you know. So just in case, you'll start going to church more. You'll find a Bible study group to join. You'll be more active with the youth group. You'll find a service project to engage in, because then God would protect me. We would think like that because we think we can manipulate God. So point number one, don't believe the myth that the more spiritual you become or the more faith you have, the less problems there will be. Don't be surprised that the stuff that you're dealing with before this worship service began are still there when this worship service concludes. Chances are the problems haven't changed just because you've come to worship. Now, granted, God can do miracles, still is in the miracle business. But while the problems may not change just because you've come to worship, the idea behind worship is that as you meet with God, you've changed. And your perspective on your problems change. You now realize that God is bigger than any problem. 
it's like a, the teenage girl that a youth minister told us about several years ago at one of our conferences. As part of a team building exercise, he took his whole youth group to do a ropes course. Now, if you're not familiar with the ropes course, it's a series of, of events that you complete together as a team. They could be ground level. Some of them are above ground level, all dealing with ropes. Well, on this particular event, the participant was to climb up a tree to a level of 35 feet. There, secured between two trees, was a tree itself that had been cut and then secured to these two other trees 35 feet up in the air. So what you were supposed to do is climb up that 35 feet, get to the top. Now you're on that, that tree that's suspended 35 feet off the ground. You have a harness on. That harness has a rope that's attached through a pulley, and the other end of it is with an experienced guide holding it with gloves. The idea is that you shimmy out to this, you know, you kind of walk out to the middle of that, that tree that's, that's suspended, and when the person 35 feet up is ready and the experienced guide is ready, that person on the tree just starts to lean back. The harness and the guide take over, and that person just comes safely back to the ground. Sounds easy until you're 35 feet up in the air. Well, each of the youth had had their turn, and, you know, it's scary, but they went through it. It was now Tracy's turn. Well, to add to the drama, Tracy was blind. Still, she was able to climb up to that 35-foot level, slowly make her way, holding onto the rope, making her way to the middle of that suspended tree, and she froze. She panicked. And for 30 minutes, her youth group encouraged her, coaxed her. She was not going to budge. It was just then that her youth leader, who had known her for several years, grabbed a hold of the rope at the bottom. And he shouts up, trust me. She says, trust you? I can't even see you. She's worried about not just falling, but falling to a destination she can't see. What do you mean, trust you? I can't see you. To that, the pastor, that youth pastor had the perfect answer. He says, you don't have to see me. You can hear me. You know I'm here. Besides... I can see you. And at that, Tracy let go. The problems that you face may be just as scary. But you've got a whole family here to encourage you. Better yet, as you meet with God, the perspective on your problems change. You have a God who knows you, sees you, and wants you to know that He is right there with you wherever you are. Point number two, I've already alluded to, but you need to know that you will have storms. In the last three months, our whole world has been affected by the coronavirus outbreak. Our nation has been embroiled in a, in a racial crisis. Add to that your own crises, maybe health issues, relationship issues, financial hardship. There's no getting around it. You will have storms, so get ready for them. 
I, I grew up in Florida. We were used to kind of living through hurricanes. You know as well, on the North Carolina coast, you have your fair share. And maybe if it's not you personally, you have seen pictures of those who board up their businesses and their homes. It's not to keep that structure standing. It's to keep the windows intact. In fact, I can guarantee you that a couple pieces of plywood are not going to keep your house from blowing away. What will keep your house from blowing away is the answer to these two questions. How well is that structure built and upon what foundation? You see, the time to get ready for a hurricane is in the process of building the house. So how do you get ready for the storms of life? It matters how you're building your life and upon what foundation. If the time to get ready for a storm is before it ever hits, doesn't it make sense to check your foundation and how you're living your life now? Jesus says the difference between the foolish and the wise builders is that it matters how you hear and put into practice His Word. So that means grab your Bible, start reading it. It means develop a prayer time, prayer life. It means surrounding yourself with godly friends who can keep you anchored. Point number three, what reveals who you truly are is how you respond in the midst of storms. It seems to me there are a couple of options you have when storms hit. Some people just fall to pieces. You know, it's kind of like the the chicken little story. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. The world is ending. Or can you be a symbol and a rock of stability? You know what makes the difference? Submitting your life to His will. We say, Jesus is my Savior. Yes, indeed, He died on the cross to save me from my sins. But He is also Lord, which means He wants to be in control of our lives Yet we have the audacity to say, God, come into my life and be my assistant. Sit here, stand here, hover, float, whatever it is that you do, and I'll let you know when I need you. Instead, God wants you and me to realize that we cannot make it on our own. And that leads to the final point. It's in the storms of life that you... that you discover true strength and peace. Again, Jesus began that parable by saying, Therefore, anyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall because its foundation was on the rock. You know what that means? It means the storms will come. And when they pass, you realize you're still standing. And what do you do the next time that a storm is on the horizon? You realize, you know what? God got me through the last one. He'll be with me again. He's not going anywhere. Let me pray for us. Lord, thank you for your word your wisdom, the truth that speaks into our lives right now. And and Lord, help us to give our lives over to you. 
that in Jesus Christ, there is our Savior, there is our Lord. You have died on the cross. You want to be in control of our lives. Help us turn to your word and find where we are forgiven, freed, loved, granted mercy and grace now and forever. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you found this message to be encouraging. We'd love for you to join us on Sunday mornings. Find us on Facebook and Instagram and at bhprez.org for more information.